If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Sewing Out, or this is not Sewing Out Loud. Um, <laughs> well, w welcome to whatever this is. <laughs> this is... <clears throat> the self-sewn wardrobe is what this is. Hey, Betsy, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> welcome to the self-sewn wardrobe podcast and live broadcast with me, your host, Mallory Donahue, who doesn't know where she is. Hi, Bethany and Glenda. Good morning. Hi, Kim. Good to see you. Um, Kim, you've been so <clears throat> busy. I've seen you. I've, I've seen your Facebook page. Some things have been popping up and they look really cute. Hey, Charlotte. Uh, so I'm here. I have clothing on, I have deodorant on, but I didn't get to brush my teeth, so I'm really glad that this is just video and no, um, no smell-o-vision. Yeah, Betsy says drink that coffee. <laughs> we do, though. Sometimes people don't know that we have another podcast called Sewing Out Loud, so there we go. In case you, in case you, uh, in case you didn't know that. And today, uh, I'm going to talk about the printable things that are available with the SoHere.com uh, leggings class, the made-to-measure leggings class. This class was released just this past Sunday. It is Wednesday right now. And we've had, oh, I'd say a good four or five people posting lots of awesome pictures in the group, and I'm so proud of them. Hi, Tracy. Uh, so they, um, <clears throat> we, what, what this class does is you take your own measurements, okay, and then we show you our technique for drafting your leggings, and you draft them from your measurements, and uh, then they, you know, pretty much... If you draft and you calculate correctly, uh, they fit um, pretty pretty darn nicely. Hey, Lonnie and Lauren and Kate. So, you know, leggings are, <clears throat> uh, they're sort of a forgiving garment when they are drafted properly because they are made from all-way stretch fabric, okay? We really want the fabric to be all-way stretch. And so, you know... We, we've had a lot of conversation about the crotch curve in class, and, um, you know, the crotch curve doesn't have to be, like, exactly um, one way or another. Everyone's crotch curve is going to be a little different, and there might even be, you, you might even, somebody with the exact same measurements as you, perhaps, could draft their crotch curve just a tad differently, and it would still look nice on them. But the main thing is, is that we're going from your measurements, okay? And, uh, Lonnie told me I could talk about this, so just... There you go. Hey, uh, I also need to say um, hello to Elaine and Juliana. So uh, Lonnie messaged me. She was one of our testers for the class. And so uh, I, she was trying to get on the class as soon as I sent it out, which is um, very nice of her. And she sent me a picture of her worksheet, and she had a question about one of the calculations. And I said, you're right on. You're good to go. And uh, But I saw a, a calculation on her worksheet that struck me as very different from what I had encountered with some other people. And that is the total rise depth. Lonnie's total rise depth was 10. And I'm not going to go into how that's calculated a whole bunch because it's kind of boring and might not make sense if you haven't done the class. So if you want to know about that, go get the class. Um, 
But okay, Lonnie's total rise depth is was was ten. Uh, my total rise depth, I think, was like 6.5. Mom's, I have her pattern right here. It was 6.25. I think Sam's total rise depth was in the sixes-ish, or maybe it was like seven. And so I thought, oh man, that's a that's a larger number than I'm used to looking at. And this number, what it has to do with is the proportion. Um, has to do with the ratio. Oh, there we. Oh, Glenda, thank you. Uh, it has to do with the ratio between your waist. And your thigh. And Glenda just commented and said, mine's 11.5. Okay, so that's a much, that's, that's a bigger number than we were dealing with. But here's the deal. Lonnie and Glenda have proportionately, I, I use these words big and small just to talk about proportion, their waist is a lot smaller than their thighs. Now, does that mean they have big thighs or does that mean they have a really small waist? Doesn't matter, okay? <laughs> it just means that the, the proportion is different. And so, anyway, Lonnie drafted her leggings and they look fantabulous. Actually, she drafted them and then she cut her muslin, her test pair, out of two different fabrics and sewed them together and they look fabulous, okay? So you could really, you would really be able to tell if her crotch stuff was off because she used like two different prints, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they look great. But some of you might be wondering like, why is this so different um, for everybody? It's when your proportions sort of are an outlier to the general population. And so what this would mean is perhaps if Glenda and Lonnie had purchased a commercial legging pattern, they would have needed to blend between sizes. Perhaps they would have gone, you know, just for making up numbers sake, maybe they would have been like a four at the waist and maybe they would have gone to like a 10 at the thigh and they would have had to blend those measurements together. Whereas when you draft your own pattern, you're just starting with your body. This is also the reason why Lonnie's legs that were two different prints, uh, one of them was like an Aztec sort of looking black and white print. This is why, Lonnie, your print looked the same around your butt as it did around your calves. This is why it didn't get overstretched because we measured your body accordingly. So uh, I think Casey, I don't know if she's watching um, or if she watches the live broadcasts regularly, but she posted that she had like this avocado fabric that she wanted to make leggings out of for a conference. And um, uh, if you <laughs> if you have any experience with ready-to-wear leggings and you're a girl with... Um, you know, or, or a boy, if you're any anybody who's got like a larger bottom or larger thighs than where what your waist fits into at a size, that's where those prints can get distorted. Yeah, and Glenda said, this is why my back rise curve was such a different line than what ZD's was and why I asked for help. Perfect. And also, just so y'all know, um, I'm working on a blog post. I asked Lonnie for permission to use her measurements and I'm going to sort of put two drawings up that are to scale like one of Lonnie's sloper and one of ZD's sloper and compare the curves and just show you what it would look like if you are a person who has a larger total rise depth. This is very similar to the easy tee where I talked about, I also actually used Lonnie's measurements, um, <laughs> uh, where we talked about the underarm curve of the easy tee and how this can vary depending on your bust 
uh, measurement proportions, okay? So this is, once again, all of us, um, when you give your feedback like that, uh, it can really be helpful, and we'll, I'll just show that so we can talk about how you draw that curve, <clears throat> okay? All right, well, I'll get to my main, my main point here, which is the printable leggings class materials, okay? So <clears throat> Kate just commented, and she was one of the first people to notice that we included a pattern labeling sheet with the leggings class. And I'm kind of holding that up in front of my face for in the video. And this is, um, this stems from a habit that ZD and I have of preserving our original patterns and preserving our original slopers when we draft them, okay? So if we buy a multi-size pattern, uh, like the like the uh, the ginger jeans pattern or something like that, and we know we're going to maybe blend between sizes or we want to preserve that pattern, ZD and I will lay out medical tracing paper over our pattern and trace out the size we need or the size we think we need. And we don't cut our original pattern. Now, then you need to store your traced patterns, of course. Um, and you can store them with your pattern if it's a commercial pattern. If it's a PDF pattern, that can be a little bit more difficult if you've had it printed on like normal paper. And what we do is we use these 9x6 poly bags, okay? And I have, oh, here we go. I have a poly bag right here. And this says Mallory Leggings with Yoke 1117. So this is before I was pregnant just before I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> and uh, what what mom has done here is she's labeled the bag, you know, and that's all well and good. But what we did <clears throat> was we created some pattern labeling sheets that you can print out on just like a normal piece of paper. And these labeling sheets have some fun hand-drawn illustrations by me. And there's information that you can put on the front, like pattern title, wearer, size, and date. And then on the back, there's a notes page. And you can note your body measurements. You can note any pattern adjustments you did. Notions and fabrics, types and sources of notions and fabrics, uh, tools, machines, stitches, settings, and problem areas slash reflections. So what this serves to do is you fold it in half or you cut it in half, either way, whatever, whatever you would like to do. And then it fits in these poly bags around your pattern. And so then when you go to get it out, here I'll, let me try and try and do this real quick. I should have maybe prepped this before the video. But when you go to get your bag out, you can see all this information and you can know uh, when you made it. And maybe you have a memory of your size. Um, maybe with notes and things like that, like what I would have done is put like, oh, I drafted these leggings and I was 17 weeks pregnant or something like that. And it's like, oh, there's a clue, okay, about <laughs> how large these are, etc. So here they are in this 9x6 poly bag and you can type, uh, type write notes um, on them, okay. And I think that it can be really helpful. I also, I like the, one thing I really like about this is the place where you can uh, write in what notions you were using, okay? Um, because 
you can know, oh, I need to like get out the hammer for this, or I'm going to want snaps to match this garment, or something like that. Maybe it's something you just don't remember. Uh, Mom also says you can put a scrap of the fabric used. Yeah, you could just put that in here. You can note its fiber content on the back of here, and where you got it, if you know where you got it, because just in case you need more, or something like that. The measure or the uh, drafting sheet that's included with the leggings class is a little bit more specific to the leggings um just the leggings class the information that we ask you to get you know while you are measuring yourself etc we didn't have you put down all of your body measurements on the front of the sheet it says made to measure leggings and you can put wearer and date and type of leggings and when we say type of leggings what we mean is um are these workout leggings are these leggings to go under a dress are these uh you know are these swim shorts okay so or did you add a yoke or something like that and what we did was on the front, there's no place for size because it's, you know, it's size U. We put waist, thigh, front rise, back rise. And those are some key sizing measurements. Those are measurements that you could check real quick if you go back to your pattern after a few months. And you could say, oh, my measurements are the same. I will go ahead and use this pattern. Or you could say, oh, my waist got bigger or my thighs got smaller, da-da-da-da-da. I need to do a little bit of redrafting. And on the back, what we have is we have waistband plate or waistline placement, excuse me. You get to choose your waistline in the leggings class. It can be at your natural waist, it can be up under your bust, it can be anywhere you want it to be. So I would maybe make a note that I made my maternity leggings go over my belly, okay? Uh, or maybe you make a note and you put just below belly button or two inches below belly button or something like that. That's what waistline placement is all about. Waistband application. We teach you how to put in an elastic waistband in the class. So you could write down that you did that or you could do self-fabric or whatever. Uh, and then we have fabric source, percent of stretch, and fiber content. So that can be helpful for you as well as putting a scrap in, especially if you make leggings for swim or workout wear or something like that. And then notions, tools, and machine stitches slash settings. So there are several ways to make leggings depending on your equipment. If you have a serger uh, and a cover stitch machine, you can do all of that over there. If you have a serger and a sewing machine, you may combine the two. And if you have just a sewing machine, you'll use your sewing machine. And you might want to make a note, I used this type of needle. I used this type of stitch on these settings and it was I was successful with it, okay? So that is that's what this is for. It helps you do a little bit less guesswork next time. And then you can know, hey, um you know, I used a double brush poly on this or this is a nylon swim fabric, okay? So um, you know, keep that in mind. And then adjustments, problem areas, and reflections. So we've had a couple, we had a couple people who were like, my, my leggings don't work. And then they went back and they're like, oh, I like miscalculated this, you know. So if there was something that was maybe a little confusing to you, you can write that in. Uh, or you can say, you know, I took this much off the hem or blah, 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 or I don't know. Um, there normally aren't a ton of problem areas in with this, you know, pattern. But I think it is nice that you can write down some reflections uh, about it. Or, you know, I was really surprised 
The double brush poly leggings that I made myself are, I did, we drafted those when I was 17 weeks pregnant and I am now 28 weeks pregnant and they still fit me. And that has to do with the fabric, I think a lot of it, you know. <laughs> so uh, I can, I could maybe make a note to myself, hey, this DBP, it stretches a lot and it is lasting me, you know, throughout these uh, months of pregnancy if I ever get pregnant again or if somebody asked uh, asked me to make them leggings or something like that for pregnancy, maybe that's a fabric that I would suggest because it seems to be lasting so long. And then Bethany asked about add-ons for the class. So what we plan on doing is we're going to publish a series of blog posts about a lot of add-ons and then depending on whether or not those need videos, we will add videos and put them into the leggings class. Or we might do blog posts and then put those like in a some kind of PDF document or something like that where you can easily access those if you are a person who's purchased the class. So yeah, there will be bonuses um, and things like that. Oh, and Charlotte said, that happened to me with my EZT. I transferred my measurements wrong, couldn't get it over my head. <laughs> I triple check now. Yeah, it can happen. Um, it can happen to the best of us, even people who are very practiced where you don't, you know, do all your calculations right or transfer something over wrong, and that can happen. So anyway, that's why I think this is so nice. And this is included in the class, so you will get this. You can print out as many as you wish, and, and it just says wearer on the front because we know you might make leggings for someone else. I mean, we've got leggings patterns up here for Zelda. Um, we got leggings patterns up here for Sam, you know, for me, for mom, uh, for everybody, you know. So it's a nice uh, it's a nice way to do that. Oh, Kim says, can you post the blog posts in the group when they are up? I always seem to miss blog posts. Yeah, I will post those. And also, if you have not signed up for our newsletter, I generally try not to post um, more than one blog post a week, so it should get featured in our newsletter. <laughs> I'm not perfect about all the content we create and promote, but I, I hadn't we hadn't published a new blog post in quite a long time uh, until we published just this week the cover stitching blog post, uh, how to cover stitch in the round, where we have a video and then also have a text explanation of how we secure and finish the cover stitch in the round. So keep an eye out for the newsletter. Hopefully there's a good piece of content in there for you. And Kim says she does get the newsletter. Good deal. Uh, so, and I will also try to post them in the group. And I have a, I have a social scheduler that should be better about that too. Okay, so the other, there are two other printable, well, hold on. <laughs> Three other printable things. Uh, there's the measurement worksheet that you can print off, of course, in the leggings class. And there is a printable supply list. And actually, this is something I haven't done for the EZT class yet. And a few people were like, can I just get in a comprehensive supply list of what I need, you know, for these classes? So um, they, uh, they, I just, I just like dumped everything in this supply list that you could possibly need for the construction, for the measuring, for the drafting, for everything like that. Okay, so I dumped that in there. So you can print that out if you want, or you can just look at it. Um, a lot of it you might already have. It's, there's not a ton of specialty stuff in this class. It's not like crazy. Um, and then there's the measurement worksheet, and then there's the drafting sheet as well, and that's this big guy here. So I want to talk about this for a second. 
and I'm unrolling this. I'm trying to unroll it. It's been rolled up. Da -da -da -da. And those of you listening via podcast ah, are probably hearing this paper ruffle. And <laughs> just going to cover up my face here um, in the live broadcast. This is a 36-inch by 48-inch copy shop piece of paper that you can print out, okay? And what that does is it allows you to draft your sloper. Ugh. Here we go. You don't have to print this out. This is totally, totally optional. We thought that it would be um, helpful to people if they don't have a very large piece of paper, okay? So tracing paper, like the medical tracing paper that you find is often not as wide as your thighs are. And now, it's just wide enough for ZD's thighs. So <laughs> lucky for us, we didn't have to tape it together. But it's not wide enough for my thighs. It wasn't wide enough for Sam's thighs. And so that's why we at least wanted you to have something that you could draft on um, for your sloper that's gridded. And in the Easy Tea class, when I drafted my sloper onto tracing paper, onto the gridded cutting mat, a lot of people asked, do I have to have a gridded cutting mat? And no, you don't, okay? Um, uh, you, you don't have to have a gridded cutting mat, but it can be helpful. Oh, and Kate says, the drafting sheet needs to be printed by a large-scale printer, yes, meaning it's not available as a piecable PDF thing. No, and I mean, it's just, it's squares, guys. Like, you don't want to print out a bunch of squares and tape them together, you'd be better off just like buying some wrapping paper, you know, and going for it. Uh, and like maybe even drawing your own lines on it <laughs> if you needed to. What what it does include though is a few base things. I mean, you're, you're very well set up with this drafting sheet, okay? You have a bold center line, which is our reference line that we draft off of, okay? So that's already there. It's also marked with front and back, and it's a little hard to see on camera because it's kind of a it's a, a it's grayscale, okay, but I'm going to hold it up, okay? It does say made to measure leggings on it, which is handy, so you don't have to label that, okay? Yeah, Hillary says some wrapping paper has grid on the wrong side. That's what I mean. And then I'm going to roll this up a little bit and show you that we recommend on your sloper, you know, labeling it, okay? But... We included the measurement worksheet on the sloper, on, on the drafting sheet. So you could just print out one thing, okay? And uh, this should be long enough for everybody. Bessie, we, uh, I have to tell you that we thought of you while we were designing this. It's like 48 inches long, right? So if your waist to ankle measurement is larger than 48 inches, you're, you got long legs, okay, um, <laughs> and the drafting sheet might not be long enough for you, but that would, that would be some, like, really long legs. That would be, like, somebody's hips or waist coming up to, like, my shoulder, which is possible, okay, and if that happens to you, you'd tape some, you know, paper on there, and that's fine, uh, but that's why we included it, but it is not, you know, you don't have to get that printed out before starting to draft your leggings, so just keep that in mind, okay? It's not 100% required, so anyway, you get your drafting sheet, your measuring sheet, your supply list, and you get a pattern labeling sheet when you buy the leggings class. Now, separately, I just want to say that we have designed and published 
Oh, are there four of these? Um, four pattern labeling sheets that you can um, print out. These are available for purchase as a PDF download. They are $1.99. And this is a way to, for those of you who hate tracing, this is a way for you to get into the habit of tracing and storing your patterns effectively. And also, if you ever feel like you've gotten a $1.99's worth of advice out of this group, I'd recommend buying the pattern labeling sheets because you are going to be very happy when you do have something traced. If it's not just shoved away somewhere and it's like little bits of tracing paper and you don't know what it is, um, don't ask me how I know that. Uh, <laughs> and that's why I created these. Not because I'm a perfectly organized person, but because I hope to be more perfectly organized eventually. Okay? So, uh, oh, and Bethany says, are all the boxes shipped out? I never got a tracking number. No. <laughs> not all the boxes are shipped out. I packed and labeled and everything, I think about 25 boxes last night after getting everything packed. So they are going out as they go, okay? Um, like after I get off of this live broadcast, that's my next job is to pack up some more boxes. And for those of you who added onto your order with free shipping, I'm going back and just double checking that I get everything that you ordered. Several of you placed multiple orders. And, um, you know, I, I'm going as fast as I can. Sam Bam's on vacation. And so if you haven't received a tracking number yet and you still want to get free shipping on something, you can go for it. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Uh, oh, and Stacy says, Joanne's has gridded yardage too. It's with, it's with the interfacing and has a similar texture. Yeah, so there's Swedish tracing paper. You can use anything to, like, draft your sloper on, okay? Uh, the other thing is don't... With your sloper, the part of the drafting sheet is a little bit symbolic too because you don't cut that out. Okay, you don't cut out the sloper. You preserve that and you trace off of that. Uh, there's a drafting and a tracing video in the leggings class, and we show you how to do that. So, anyway, keep that in mind. Preserve that draft. Don't, you know, we roll it up, we put it in a little vertical uh, storage thing. It's like a milk crate. And we, that's where we keep things like that. So just keep that in mind. And I really do, I like to draft on a grid, but a lot of you don't have cutting mats that are that large. And so having a 36 inch by 48 inch grid can be nice. All right, well, I need to get off of here and go pack up some sew here boxes and add in goodies for those of you who have ordered them. And Lonnie tells me, don't forget the martinis. So I'll try not to do that. And if you would like to order the leggings class, you can go to sewhere.com slash leggings and get it there. All right. Well, I hope you get something sewn today. I probably won't. I'll probably just get a lot of boxes packed. So uh, keep an eye out for your tracking number. All right. Have an awesome day. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self so